my name is Yemi, and I'm here with my co-host, Philia. Hey, guys. And welcome to Treading, Treading Faith. Faith. Treading Faith is a weekly podcast dedicated to taking a deep dive into open, honest, difficult, and fun conversations surrounding everyday life, relationships, and while navigating the waters of faith. So, Philia, what are we talking about today? Well, Yemi, we are still in the season of the power of parables, where we take a closer look at the parables of Jesus Christ and put a current spin on it. I mean, Jesus had the wisdom to simplify these profound spiritual truths with humanity in forms of these relatable stories that we listen to and make them a lot easier to understand. So the parable of the Good Samaritan will be taken from the book of Luke, chapter 10, verses 25 to 37. I like to use my favorite version, which is the NIV version, but please feel free to use any version of your choice. And it begins. On one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law, he replied. How do you read it? He answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself. You have answered correctly, Jesus replied. Do this and you will live. But he wanted to justify himself. So he asked Jesus, and who is my neighbor? In reply, Jesus said, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he was attacked by robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road, and when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So to a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him pass by on the other side, but a Samaritan, as he traveled, came where the man was. And when he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, brought him to an inn and took care of him. The next day, he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said. And when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expenses you may have. Which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of the robbers? The expert in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, go and do likewise. Amen. 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 I love this story. Yeah. I love this parable. This is really good. Um, I think in examining this good Samaritan, I think what we can realize is that it's really important to do great acts of service to always never turn a blind eye to someone in need and never think of, always think of the other person and not be selfish and think of yourself. This is what I get from this parable. Yeah, I mean, I definitely uh, agree um, because when he, when Jesus asked, um, said this parable to have the lawyer figure out who is the, um, who is his neighbor, mm -hmm. the lawyer, probably already deduce what qualities are are we looking for in right. a neighbor and that's someone who's selfless right so when, when the parable is interesting because when you and i think about neighbors today we think about like our next door neighbor who lives down across the street 
side by side, down the hall, whatever. Those are the neighbors we think of. We don't think about people far away. But in this context, Jesus is trying to tell you, what do you think qualifies a neighbor? Because that was the question mm -hmm. that the lawyer asked. So the parable is actually like a rhetorical question. Right, <laughs> so right, it's right. Like, well, who do you think is a neighbor? And it's the person who's selfless, right? right? That right. is that is a neighbor. Right. That is the person who loves their neighbor. That is the person who acts for their neighbor. Right. It's funny you said that. I agree because loving your neighbor means acting on behalf of others, right? The idea of a neighborhood is pretty much as wide as God's love, right? You can't just look at the neighbor as just being the next door. It's it's your community. It's loving your community. You know, it reminds me of the story when I said that Nava left the house, you know, when she was two years old and was found four blocks away. Sometimes you think of your neighborhood or your neighbor as just that area, but four blocks away, she was found by a homeless man who took her to a church, who that pastor is the one that called the cops, right? This is loving the neighborhood. This is someone who saw this innocent child and didn't want to harm her, right? Even though he was homeless, you would think that, oh, he was homeless, he has no training, but we don't know what brought that man there, mm -hmm. right? But he was still good enough to see pity on that child and take him to someone who he knew was in a position that can help that child. And I think that's the wonderful thing about what Christ is trying to say here. Love thy neighbor as you love yourself. You know, treat others as you would treat yourself. Don't look past the man because he was robbed or you were not in a position to help him. You have to, you have to stoop and meet him at his level and do what's best. Right. Essentially, just be selfless. Stop right. thinking about yourself in right. that moment right. and think about what your neighbor needs. Right. And your neighbor is anyone, anyone in this world. Mm -hmm. You know, this telling the story when Jesus is saying, who is a neighbor? He's saying, who's the good person here? Right. Who's the one who's following this commandment? But your neighbor is everyone. All the humans that are created by God are our neighbors. Even and our the, enemies. Right? Even our enemies are our neighbors <laughs> that we should care for. Right. Um, I mean, taking a step back, the first question that the lawyer asked was, um, um, he wanted to know, how do you get eternal life? Mm. And again, Jesus flips it to him and says, well, what are the greatest commandments? Mm. And it's love your Lord, your God with right. all your oh, heart, yeah. with all your soul, with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. Right. Mm. So we always talk about these. Uh, these are the two greatest commandments. But being the lawyer who has to be technical, has to get to the nitty gritty, he has to understand every nuance and, you know, likes things nice, neat and ordered. He said the follow-up question. Mm -hmm. Well, I can love my neighbor as I love myself, but who's my neighbor? And the reason why I think Jesus told this story about the priest and the Levite um, passing by this person, right. it's because they don't consider that man their neighbor, their neighbor. Right? Right, right? This man can be from any cultural background, but let's say, but you know, you see a priest, right? You think a priest is supposed to love everyone right. and he didn't see it as his neighbor. No. Now you have the Levi who's like has a hierarchical position, right? And they, uh, or as a, as a particular Hebrew sect, 
sect right. and uh, um, our tribe, and and he sees this person on the floor, and that's not his neighbor, right? right? But this is these people are walking, so that's their neighborhood, right? Right. right. <laughs> but they, right. but it took the Samaritan, right? Who's a person from Samaria? Who's a person like that they would consider uh, not Jewish, right? Like, right. Un- like this is the like the the uh, the spinoff, right? right? Like these are <laughs> not our clean, you right. know, clean line brothers and sisters. Like you said, the wannabes, the, the exile. <laughs> so it's it's a particular group of people that were treated separately. And, you know, Jesus doesn't tell us the identity of the man who was beaten up, right? He could have been a Samaritan. Mm -hmm. He could have been a Levite. He could have been uh, any, any Hebrew person. He could have been, we don't know anything about him. And Jesus does that on purpose. And he gives you these three different people because you have one who's Hebrew, who already knows the commandment. Mm-hmm. You have a priest who should just be better all around. Mm-hmm. Then you have the Samaritan who's like an outcast, right? Right, right? Like they might be in Hebrew land, but they're not Hebrew. And maybe they're considered a little bit unclean. That's, really that's the one that Jesus says is the it's right the one. Right one. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. You're right. Um, Jesus intentionally chooses the Samaritan to be the hero because he's the most unlikely candidate in this story, right? Good point. Um, it's like, you know, the Jews and the Samaritans, they were the mortal enemies when you think about it. But the Samaritans, you know, when they, they were the ones who were the most given because they were the ones that were the outcasts, right? And that's why when we use the term a good Samaritan, it's like the person who's unlikely, the person who, you know, who doesn't think of himself as selfless. Sometimes, unfortunately, Samaritans lose their life, right? The good Samaritan, but it's that act of kindness that that Jesus is talking about. And, you know, when we think of this idea of neighbors, you know, we mentioned before, even your enemy is your neighbor, right? Mm -hmm, You still mm -hmm, must mm -hmm. love, you still must look beyond that because even that person can change, you know, who are you to judge, but you must still, you know, uh, I would say humble yourself Mm -hmm. and, 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 and be kind and look out for, for one another, look out for your neighbors. Right. And I mean, and to be a good neighbor Mm -hmm. or a good Samaritan, Mm -hmm. right? Like we, we, like Philia mentioned, like you mentioned, Mm -hmm. like it's transverse, like just a regional person. It's a type of person to, you know, to go out of your way. The fact that we have a coin, we coined this term, like a good Good. person is a Samaritan. A good Samaritan (laughs) is so weird because we should all be good persons, right? right. Like we shouldn't have a title called a good Samaritan. It's like a Good Samaritan award, like getting awards for being good. Yeah, right? (laughs) Like we shouldn't, we shouldn't glorify. I mean, yes, we should reward that. We all know that that's rewarded because you get the eternal life. And this is what Jesus tells us to do. But it's, we should all do oh, it, right? Like yeah. we don't need a special title. It should be human, right? Right. <laughs> we're human. We're That's human. what we are. We, we're human people who have compassion for one another. And to be a good neighbor just means that you're looking outside of for yourself, yeah. because we don't know why the priest or the Levite didn't stop. Jesus doesn't go into details about maybe one was late, maybe one was unclean that day right Right. but and we don't know anything about the samaritan either except that that was the one who stopped Mm -hmm. provided care immediate care and long-term care correct right so you know he really saw saw outside of himself and sometimes we're in a position where 
you know, we live in a culture that it's me, me, me. How do I, you know, live in my best life? YOLO, you only live once, once you know, yeah. everything is I, I, I centered that it's, it's hard to break out of that and love your neighbor. And that's why there's rewards and awards for that. That's why there's standout and call outs because we, we've assumed this unkingdom like yeah, culture cultural behavior yeah. where we're selfish right. and i know i'm guilty of right. it right. i know like sometimes i'm like i really wanted to help but yeah you know, i had I to just, go to work yeah, i was running late yeah, i just didn't have time right. like i didn't you know like i think about all the time like when there's homeless persons and they're asking they for money right. or, or you know someone who's looking for money they don't have to be homeless and I'm just like, well, I didn't want to open my bag because right. I don't like opening my bag in public, right? right? Like these are the thoughts that are coming into my mind. Right. But I, that means I'm thinking about me. I'm putting myself first in that situation. And, and I'm not saying that we don't have to be careful because we do. We have to be con cognizant and conscious of the, our surroundings and be very careful. Mm -hmm. But if we're always putting ourselves first, then we're never going to be a good neighbor. Right. That is not how to be a good neighbor. It's not being me central. Right. It's being you central. That's how good friendships work. Right. That's how good partnerships work. That's how, these are relationships work. This Even in your career, right. it's a give and take, right? Like you would hope that the people that you're working for, the people that are working for you are happy to give. And you likewise give or, you know, or people leave, right? Mm -hmm. That's why relationships dissolve. Why mm -hmm. some people leave their jobs. It's one-sided. So I think what Jesus is trying to tell us because of this lawyer's question, this, this uh, honing in is that we need to step outside of ourselves mm. and show mercy and kindness to, to everyone, everyone else. Right, right, right. And I, I, I really agree with what you were saying, even when you mentioned that the Samaritan provided care for short-term as well as long-term, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I think about sometimes people are good momentarily just to get something out of someone and oh. then they show their... So when you said that, that's what it made me think of, wow, people always show themselves. If they show you who they are, then that's who they are, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And there are people who fake it till you make it or people mm -hmm. who, you know, pretend to be nice and then, you know, you see the devil's eye like <laughs> in the end, right? So the goodness is intrinsic goodness. I'm not saying that good people don't make mistakes, not saying good people don't, you know, mess up here or there or may show some unfavorable qualities, but intrinsically they are still good, mm -hmm. you know? And it reminds me of a story when I said, Nava was like, oh, I've been good for four days. Do you <laughs> think that, you know, I could get that LOL doll now? And I was like, Nava, are you intrinsically evil? Like, why are you counting the days of goodness, right? And she's a six-year-old saying this. So I think we have to think that goodness is just ongoing. It's it's mm -hmm. something that's mm -hmm. natural. You're not thinking of it because as human beings, you it's about humanity, right? So I think this is what when when Jesus Christ makes it makes it very clear about loving God, love wholeheartedly, love your, you know, the mind, your soul, pretty much encompassing and being en enveloped by the goodness, then that's it. That's the answer to mm -hmm. eternity. I, I agree. I agree. I agree that it's very, very simple. And mm -hmm. in the past few parables, we've been talking about how Jesus has been teaching to be about that action, right? right. Like, be about that action. I, I love wanna, it. I want to see what you're doing. Don't just like tell me, right? right? So right. you can have the priests and the Levite that, you know, who will tell you all the good things they've done and, you know, how they, you know, given money to their, right. to the temple, right? People can raise money. But when they saw their neighbor on the street, 
they left them they walked for by. Right. Mm. They walked by, crossed the street, right. wanted nothing to do with it. Right. And they're the ones who will be like, well, I, I tithe. Right. You know, I get my time. I volunteer and um, I volunteer to help clean the church bathrooms. Right. And it's just like, but when you saw that person on the street, you did nothing. You 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 crossed the street, crossed so you it. had nothing to do with it. Right. I mean, God is essentially Jesus is trying to tell you that the way to get to eternal life is not to be selfish in this world. Amen. Like, think about other people. people. And Amen. I love what you said about how you can fake it till you make it, because mm -hmm. there's so much of that. We all do it. Right. You know, that's why people even have this imposter syndrome because they've been told that they're not good enough for so long that right. they don't even know if they are good enough. Right. And, and you know, point. or playing the game or playing the part. Right. You know, I, I used to say that I can fake it in a relationship for a whole year before my real, real self, self comes, comes out. <laughs> and now I just leave with my real self. Right. I mean, a part of my real self. I leave with a good side of myself. Of my real self, right. <laughs> I let my real self be known because right. I don't want there should be no surprises, no, right? No. Like, like you said, are you inherently evil right. or good, right? It should be natural. Like people should absorb, observe you in your natural habitat right. and see your goodness. They should see how kind you are to other people. You know, when I talk about a man that I want, I always say kind and generous, yes. right? Like I always put that in there because you can have everything and be and be meat rude right. and be like stingy. And I'm just like, that doesn't coincide with, with my lifestyle. Right. It's going to create your conflict values, right. right? or my values. I can't Good go point. out with someone to a restaurant and they're rude to wait stop. That skis me out. Right? Like, Correct. I'm just like, what kind of person are you? Right. So, right. um, so yeah, like the, the fact is that when Jesus is telling this, Samaritan, I'm um, the mm -hmm. lawyer to like go and do those things. Mm -hmm. He's saying, Yes, that's it. Right. Just just be kind just to others. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, yes. and that's it. Like it's the secret is not super secret. It's not that hard. Right. It's not hidden. Right. But it takes work. It does take it takes work. work to move out of the culture of me, me, me. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Thank you. I think that's really awesome. I think that's a great advice that we can take. And always remember, always be kind to one another. ABC. A B <laughs> well, it's well, really ABK. <laughs> I love it. All right. So I guess uh well um well stay tuned for stay tuned. prayer um and announcements. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into our podcast today on the parable of the Good Samaritan. We hope you enjoyed the discussion, but before we wrap, we have a few announcements and then we would like to close in prayer. First, we would like to announce that we will be back next week with another podcast on the parable of the friend in need found in the book of Luke chapter 11 verses 1 to 13. We will also be hosting our next Wisdom Wednesday live on YouTube next Wednesday, June 1st at 7.15 p.m. Eastern Time on our YouTube channel, Treading Faith. Treading Faith is also our Instagram handle, so follow our IG page to keep current on what is happening with Treading Faith. Lastly, our podcast is available on Apple, Spotify, Google, our website, treadingfaith.captivate.fm, and where other podcasts are found. You can subscribe and share with your friends, family, colleagues, and neighbors alike. Now let's join together in prayer. 
We believe in the power of prayer and specifically praying the text of the Bible, because according to Isaiah 55, 11, God's word will not come back void. We also believe that our prayers are strengthened in numbers. So we ask that you come into agreement with us for this prayer. Lord God, our Father, we honor you. We lift your name on high. We give you praise and glory. We thank you for this day. We thank you for every day. We strive to be more kingdom-minded citizens of this world, how you created and instructed us to be. Father God, it is not easy living in this world and struggling with the culture of the world. We thank you for the lessons that we can learn from the Bible and the examples that Jesus led before us. But even in our struggles, oh, Father God, you know that we are not perfect. We come to you to repent of the things that we have done in our past that has shown us to be unkind and unfaithful to your words. Father, strengthen our resolve to become kingdom-minded people instead of worldly-minded people. Allow the Holy Spirit to minister to us daily to help renew our mind and change our hearts so that we can be focused less on ourselves and more on the needs of others. In this world with so many tragedies going on, shootings on the train, shootings in school, war, criminalization of innocent people. Father God, it is hard to turn on the news in this world and not feel sorrow. If we can all be more neighborly to one another, we would have a better world. But Father, there's so much evil and hate in this world. And people struggle to overcome those desires. Mass shooting is on a rise, oh Father. And, and it is hard to watch and not be scared of one another, not be anxious around another, not run from one another. It is easy to label someone as mentally ill and be dismissive. But Father God, where did it start? What responsibility do we have to help our neighbor overcome the struggles? Father, let us not be people who sees another person struggling and we walk past them. Even mental illness, Father, requires help. Let us be people who teach our children, our friends, one another, how to be good neighbors. Because we are Christian-minded, kingdom-minded people who have learned from the example of Jesus Christ and the parables of Jesus Christ. Let us be an example in this world and let us teach others in this world how to be better neighbors so that this can be a better world. Oh, Father, if anyone is struggling, oh, Father, I ask you to help them. If anyone is father, struggling just watching the news, and feeling helpless, I ask you to help them. Father, there are so many resources in this world that we ignore, but you, ultimate God, can make it plain as day for us, can show us the signs, can point us in the direction, but it is our free will. We need to move. So Father God, 
point us in the right direction. Be a lamp upon our feet. Proverbs 3, 6 says, acknowledge God in all your ways and he will direct your path. So Father God, we acknowledge you every day so that you can order our steps, direct our path. Not just so that we can better ourselves and our family and to acquire more, but that we can acquire a better world that we can invest in a better world, to be better humans, to be better citizens, to love one another. Ephesians 4.32 says, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ has forgiven you. Father God, let us not forget about that ultimate forgiveness that you give to us, that mercy that you give to us every day and every time we ask. We repent and you forgive but we are slow to forgive one another. Father God, help us to have a forgiving spirit. Help us to remove the walls and barriers that trap us into hardened hearts. Luke 6, 3 says, as you wish that others would do to you, do so to them. Father, we want the best for ourselves, but how come we don't give the best to one another? Oh, Father God, tune out the noise that tells us YOLO. Tune out the noise that tells us me first. Tune out the noise that makes us self-centered. Let us only see your glory in this land. Let us only be filled with love. Matthew 7, 12 says, so whatever you wish that one another does, you should also do for them as the law prophets. This is law. This is what the prophets have told us. Matthew 6, 14 to 15 says, for if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. Lord, we don't want to be unforgiven. Not only do we want you, our Heavenly Father, to give us the greatest forgiveness, when we wrong someone else and we seek forgiveness, we want them to give forgiveness. So why do we withhold it? Teach us to be better. Motivate us to be better. 1 Timothy 5, 1-2 says, Do not rebuke an older man, but encourage him as you would a father, younger man, as a brother, older woman, as a mother, younger woman, as a sister, all in purity. Everyone is our family. We should show love and tenderness to everyone. In a world that can be so cruel and so isolating, so vicious and so dangerous, let us not lose compassion. Let us not forget that we are all brothers and sisters. Sometimes we just need a little kindness. Finally, Romans 12, 18 says, if possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. So Father, give us the fruit of the spirit of peace, kindness, goodness, gentleness, love that we can show one another, that we can show everyone in this world. 
because this is what we need right now. There is so much pain and destruction every day. The headlines do not stop. But Father, we have the good book that tells a different headline, that tells of a better place and a better place, a better time. We strive to get there, but only can we get there if we do the works that our Father has laid before us. The commandment, love thy neighbor as you love yourself. Father God, help us to overcome our obstacles that prevent us from being neighborly. Oh Lord, help us overcome the struggles that we have internally that prevent us from loving others as we love ourselves. And if we struggle with loving ourselves, oh Father God, help build us up. Send someone who's neighborly to help build us up. Your love is great, Father God, but the loneliness can be killing in this world. We ask for people to intervene, human people, good people to intervene. We ask this through our Savior, Jesus Christ. Matthew 18, 19 says, if at least two of us agree on earth about anything we ask for, it will be done by a Father in heaven. So we come into agreement in the name of Jesus. Protect everyone who's listening. Help them heal broken wounds. Help them take down barriers. Help them remove shackles from their eyes. Help us be neighborly. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast today. We love you. Be safe. And we will not stop praying for you. Bye.